You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and that'll get you 15% off your next order. Again, that is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays lose two of three to the Oakland Athletics on the road, although they did win Sunday. They now have an off day today after a very lengthy stretch of games, I think 30 and 31 days. And then we uh, bring quite a few uh, New Yorkers to town. So uh, with that, Ulysses, it is a Monday, which means it's time for takeaways and observations from the weekend. What do you got? I know that's the road trip uh, gets a little bit dampened down by the series loss against the A's. But I do want to say that in those seven games uh, in on the road, the Rays won five of those. So that's a pretty successful road trip, especially going out West and with all the, the hindrances and obstacles that these players need to kind of confront. It's, it's a pretty good road trip when you go out West and you win five out of seven. So let's, Let's put that in. Yeah, uh, you can't win there. every single series. Like you're not going to, and I don't understand why team. people, you can't live and team. die with every game. That is, yeah, the Oakland yes. Athletics are a good team. Like if you dropped two of three or three of four to the Los Angeles Angels and everything that they have going through, that would be, oh, that's not so good. But yeah, the Athletics are a good team. They're, I mean, pretty much on par with the Rays and they're in their home ballpark. So that's pretty much what you're going to expect. And, and, and we've already played, uh, I think, yeah, th- that, that's it. They, they don't uh, play anymore against, uh, against the ace. And you saw how those games were always very, very close. They're always very close. These are teams that kind of think this in the same way, you know, not a star player, but just a combination of parts. So it was very interesting to see that uh, from, from the ace. Now, my biggest takeaway, of course, is uh, your boy, uh, your, your namesake, you guys share so much, Kevin. Uh-huh. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer slid himself into the IL this weekend. Now, uh, who had stealing a, a bag and, and getting hurt under uh, Matt Chapman's left knee for uh, injury number two of the 2021 yeah. season? Uh, show your bingo cards. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate uh, to, to lose Kevin again. Uh, for a second time this season first it was the quad now it's it's the hand and it's the same hand if if race fans have followed kevin kiermaier's career this is the same hand that he fractured uh i think now five years ago in detroit uh going for for a a diving catch and i think he missed like 86 games that season he has Uh, eight screws in his left hand wrist area there 
Not there you go. So, so that's the one he, he damaged people. Uh, and the worst thing that I saw on that article by Adam Barry was Kevin's quote saying, I, I try not to self-diagnose. I've been here before so many times and that the x-rays were negative, but that there is still plenty of imaging left to do because of the swelling. That doesn't look like a, oh, 10 day IL and, and yeah. you're good to go. That's going to be a, lo- a longer issue. But my biggest takeaway from this IL stint is look who is going to step up to the plate now. And that's Brett Phillips, who has been doing pretty well. If you compare Brett Phillips's offensive numbers to Kevin Kiermaier's, uh, you're going to fall in love really quickly with, with Brett. I mean, he's hitting for a higher average. He has more power. In fact, his OPS is almost 100 points higher than Kevin Kiermaier. They strike out at the same rate. Brett Phillips actually walks at a higher clip than Kevin Kiermaier. And we all know his, 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 um, his speed is there for, for right. Brett Phillips. Maybe the, the range is not the same. Maybe the, the arm is not as accurate as Kevin. But, you know, you, you, overall value, are these guys comparable? And uh, if Brett keeps playing like he has in the last couple of weeks, watch out. Yeah, you know what really could help too, and I think Brett said this in a post-game interview, was the fact that he knows that playing time is going to be more readily available and more consistent as opposed to, oh, I might be playing on a Monday, then a Thursday, then a Mm -hmm. Sunday. It's all, I don't know when I'm going to play. That can be difficult on a player. But now that he knows that for the most part, like if there's a a right-handed starting pitcher, that he's going to be probably in the lineup and playing center field. And Yeah, he's not as uh, graceful or maybe as acrobatic or will make the, I mean, he's a good defensive player for sure, but he's not going to make the the Eric Kiermaier plays that we're so used to, but he'll make the plays that need to be made. And uh, I know he's got, sometimes it looks like, man, is he going to get to that ball? And then he does find a way to get to that ball. But yeah, you look at, you compare the, and, and I've talked about how Brett Phillips, you know, sort of fourth outfielder type light hitting bat, but yeah, the numbers, I mean, KK, we, we think that KK was doing really good this season and in spurs right. he has, but again, in the 69 at bats, he's got a 217 average five RBIs, three stolen bases, a 589 OPS and his on base percentage is under 300. So again, OPS a hundred points higher on Brett Phillips. He has actually a home run. Kevin Kiermaier has none. He has more stolen bases than Kevin Kiermaier. Hey, he's also healthy and hits for a better average. So uh, again, I think I, I know the Kevin Kiermaier fans uh, are going to hate this segment and I'm sorry guys, but yeah. Uh, and and by, by not by any means, I'm, I'm saying that Brett Phillips is now the center fielder for, for the race. But what I am saying is that this is a great opportunity for Brett Phillips to make himself indispensable. We talked about that last week when, Oh, what happens when G man Choi comes back is Yoshi the only guy who is there to walk that plank. And I said, Brett Phillips is playing himself into a role where he might be a little bit more important for the race than Yoshi right now. Well, now with Kevin Kiermaier going down, it basically has, uh, he has ensured himself that spot uh, Brett Phillips has. So if he just continues to uh, produce like he has, we're not, look, I'm not asking here for 300 average and for 20 bombs from Brett Phillips. I'm not yeah. just keep doing what you're doing right now. And that's sufficient uh, because of the, the defensive prowess that he has. Yeah. And he does have sort of a knack for some big hits or big plays and big moments. And 
He does have the ability to steal a bag or at least run the base as well. So mm-hmm. look, I think that we sort of undervalue or we don't give maybe Brett Phillips the respect he deserves because that outfield is gets pretty crowded when we're always talking about Randy Rosarina and, and Austin Meadows and other guys that move out there and Manny Margot and so forth. And he's he's a valuable piece when you put it into there and who knows maybe there won't be as many uh arguments over fly balls between kk and randy maybe maybe brett phillips is maybe brett phillips in that situation would let randy take the catch and make the throw just saying with that yeah and, and, and you know I, I love that you 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 kind of named all the outfielders then because usually you you are able to put austin meadows on the in the outfield because you know kevin kiermaier can cover so much ground so you can kind of hide austin meadows quote unquote right uh with kevin kiermaier next so maybe with brett phillips who maybe doesn't have the same range and might not have the same arm as kevin well now you need a better a better corner outfielders on, on both sides of of the field so you could see a lot a lot more margot or rosarena and then phillips as the outfield. And then you can see uh, Austin Meadows being relegated to the DH role. So uh, I think that would improve the defense uh, overall, yeah. but we'll see what cash does. Cause I mean, I think it's been what 33 games or something like that. And, and uh, 33 lineups. So <laughs> right. we, we get to see something different every day. And let me say this, and I know this is going to come off as harsh, but Brett Phillips, on the whole, seems like and is a team first guy where KK can be a little bit of a me first guy at times, even though it may not seem that he's trying to be that way uh, and he wants to help the team and that's what it's all about. He does, it sort of at times can be me, 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 look at me, look at me type of a deal. And Brett Phillips doesn't give that aura or vibe off at all. Not at all. Not at all. And I know this is completely just personality wise, but um, I agree with you. And I think if you saw Kevin Kiermaier's press conference uh, two weeks ago, I think right. that it was, he did start to say, I'm not here to make and then stopped himself. I mean, that's the quote. I mean, we all know what the next word was, which was friends. I'm not out here to make friends, which is not such a great thing to say from your franchise player who has been with you since 2013. Guys, let's remember, he was a defensive replacement in that tiebreaker game. Okay, in uh, in 2013. So he's been with this with the team for so long that also the long term deal, the franchise player like that also all feeds into the persona but yeah, that presser kind of told you, I me mine, I me mine, I me mine. Right. And that's a little bit of a different thing. Uh, by the way, on Baseball Savant, Brett Phillips, his outfielder jump rating is in the 98th percentile. That is very, very good. Outs above average, 85th percentile. Sprint speed is in the 61st percentile. And who knows, maybe this is, again, there's going to be a time where the Rays are going to look at Josh Lowe and Vidal Brujan and Wander Franco, and they might have to make a move trade-wise. If Brett Phillips really shows up and shows out, maybe he's a trade candidate, or maybe they're more comfortable with unloading Kevin Kiermaier or somebody else in that sense right. if, uh, if Brett Phillips proves he can be more of an everyday player. You know what? I want to continue on this discussion because KK was a little bit of my takeaway mm-hmm. as Ooh. well. A couple other things I want to get to on that. Uh, But first, we've got to tell you about a couple of our good friends like Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything 
from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate as, uh, as well. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and be sure to write locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Fox? So we know, or they know, that we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track it all at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information as well. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, Ulysses, continuing on this KK discussion, a couple of the things I want to get to about that injury. First mm-hmm. off, uh, again, I never want to see a guy get hurt, but it is looking pretty decent for my prop bet of uh, will he play in overall uh, under 100 games? So just going to put that on the board there. Okay. Uh, let, let's remember, <laughs> this is what concerns me about this injury. First off, um, I mean, if you're, if you're the Rays and, and really any organization – I mean, at what point do you disencourage headfirst sliding? Especially if a guy's not going to wear that little... Uh, oven mitt? That, yeah, the, what, what's it called? Mother the oven mitt? mitt? Oven mitt? Oven mitt. <laughs> yes, the oven mitt that protects your, your joints and your wrist and your hands and fingers and so forth. Because there are so many guys that, you know, they, they dislocate a finger. They look like an offensive lineman who's been playing in the league for 15 years where it's just disheveled and all over the place. And, I mean, the way he slid he might as well have slid into a brick wall head first with the way that Matt Chapman had his knee down. And it was a good throw, good tag. But again, at what point do you say you're not Pete Rose? Uh, you know, I know it's, it, it might look like it's little league. You might not look as flashy. You might think you can actually get to the bag head first. I don't know the numbers on that, or it, that might just be a, a myth that might maybe a split second fat, faster. Okay. But uh, especially with a guy that is as injury prone, as Kevin Kiermaier, how you allow him to do something like that. And one more thing to that, Kevin, this is a guy who has already had an injury on the bases while trying to steal a bag. Let's not remember. Let's, let's not forget that. Wasn't it in the 2018 season or the 2017 season that I think it's on opening day or the opening series, he got hurt like that. Uh, So it's, it's a little bit frustrating to see the same injury kind of, for Kevin Kiermaier, 
but yeah, the oven mitt, it might look ridiculous uh, for, for traditionalists. It, it might look like, well, Ricky Henderson didn't do that. Um, right. Yeah, okay. I get it. I bet maybe Ricky Henderson would have stolen a little bit more, <laughs> more bases with yes. the oven mitt too. Um, look, wear it wear it i mean right now you have the technology right that that, that that's that's my my point you have the technology you can you can take care of yourself a little bit better you can be on the field a little bit better which ultimately is the goal if you're a good player you can add on to that value by staying on the field if he act if he says he's the best center fielder in the game well then the best center fielder in the game should stay healthy it should stay healthy yeah. let's not do the Aaron judge narrative of right they will be trying to pull like oh Aaron Judge is the face of baseball Aaron Judge is one of the top 10 players uh yeah let him play more than 60 games and then we can talk right. he, the dude has had a one season where he actually has put up numbers for an actual regular season and then the other ones is like 60 80 games like no that's not the best player in baseball move on I'm trying to think of another comparison for Aaron Judge because that's a great one because I don't think there's a more overrated player. You got to be able to stay on the field. That's yeah. part of the the thing. That's like the gig. Yeah, you're you're great when you're on the field, but you're never on the field. So what does that tell you about a guy going forward with that? Go it's play like the go, Mark go play effect, I guess. Yeah. Go play football. 16 games. Oh, I bet Judge can 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 withstand 16 games. You can't withstand 162, bud. Come on. Let's go. It's that turf, that drop turf. It really gets to him. Those calves <laughs> and those ankles really hurts him. But the other thing too, with this injury, and I know, I guess they're going to do more testing, like you mentioned and so forth, but man, wrist injuries take a while to heal, especially if you're a guy that's trying to get back and trying to maximize your power and hit skill. We know about Joey Wendell where he probably came back a little bit too soon and he was not yep. himself. And again, just personal experience. I know I'm not, I'm not even close to being a professional athlete, but I had a little wrist sprain as well. It took me, I thought it'd be a couple of weeks, but because there's not a lot of blood flow and there's not a lot to, I mean, yeah. it, it can take what you think will be oh, It'll be good in, in a couple of weeks. It might take 10 or 12 weeks. So right. I, this is what, I mean, I look, whatever they're saying for Kevin Kiermeyer, I would, maybe add a lot more days and a lot more weeks to it for him to really get right. Not to mention the, the rehab and everything like that, because he was in a lot of pain and he's got a, a history with, with that wrist too. So I, I just don't, I don't think it's a good sign whatsoever right now. And, and you talk about injuries uh, ultimately, you know, when, when Tommy John, for example, just because they're ready to go in games maybe 17 months after the surgery doesn't mean that they're going to be exactly the same pitcher. They right. need to get that warm-up and, and, and that game action for a while. We saw that with J.P. Howell. When he came back from Tommy John, he was horrible. He was right. completely disastrous. And then the next season, then he got better. Then then he was the J.P. Howell that that bullpen needed. This is this is the same issue. Like, yeah, maybe ten to twelve weeks, but maybe after that, you add on five weeks for him to actually start to hit like himself, or if yeah. at all. You know, Joey Wendell really struggled in twenty nineteen with that with that wrist injury. Very good uh, memory there, uh, Kevin, because that could be exactly the same case. So again, my point remains: if Brett Phillips sees this as an opportunity to step up, like he said after the game, I think that that that, that should bode well for the race. You also wonder too, and I know Kevin Kiermeyer is the guy that goes all out and gives 110% or tries to all the time, but after an injury like this, is he more hesitant now when he's running the bases? Is he more hesitant on a sliding, diving play in the outfield? Right. You have to wonder about some of those things as well. Maybe this will, again, I know 31, he's probably not going to change his habits, but 
sliding head. Here's your options. It's sliding, sliding feet first, or if you're going to slide head first, you double up with the oven mitt, have like two oven mitts on. Cause I think he, he actually had, he had a right wrist brace, but he didn't have anything on the left on his left wrist. And yep. I would think as a lefty, you would, you're, you're more inclined to want to put that out there first. So or, that's odd. He's protecting his throwing arm, his right arm, and he's not actually protecting his glove arm, his left arm, even though he's a lefty. So maybe there, yeah. there's something that. But yeah, uh, the feet thing, uh, let's also remember the 2020 uh, stolen base attempt by Kevin Kiermaier where he tried to steal and then he thought it was oh, a God. foul ball. So he actually never slid. And then he just like did like a weird little lunge to get to right. the second base and he was tagged out and the game was over. Maybe he's got a little bit of PTSD sliding with the feet there, man. Oh my gosh. Hey, speaking of base running, I mean, we can thank, I mean, I think we have to thank Matt Olson a little bit from Sunday's game for terrible base running. Thank <laughs> like you. he basically ran his way into a raised win. Yes. There were uh, two outs. He's on first. Matt Chapman gets a base hit and he, he doesn't go first to third. And then he gets all crossed up on a pass ball and Mike Zanino still proceeds to throw him out at third where yeah. his first instinct is to go back to second and then try to steal third. It's like, and, and that's where it's those details that don't really get seen in the box score. Like you can look at Matt Olson's numbers. You can look at some of the flashy defensive plays at first, but it's those little things at the margins, which can make a difference. Uh, just like with, uh, was it Saturday's game where again, not to call out on anybody, but Mike Frosso, that throwing air or yeah. what, bad throw. I don't know if it was listed as an error or whatnot to, to Ryan Thompson throwing behind him. And that just kind of opened the floodgates for uh, an athletics victory there. Uh, not to mention the fact that uh, Seth Brown was, I mean, hero of, the, I mean, again, this goes to our theory that any, any professional ball player can get hot for a couple days, a couple days, Seth Brown, this was, that was your 15 minutes, bud. It's over. It was against the Rays. And, 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 you know, he's the and, Dallas so, Braden of, of position players, apparently against the Rays. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Right. Uh, I remember Howie Kendrick always just killing the Rays, yeah. just, just hitting 500 every time it was, it was insane. But Kendrick had a great career. Like, I don't know if Seth Brown's going right. to have the career of Howie Kendrick, but yes, right. point taken. But yeah, sometimes th- th- those, those funky things. Wait, didn't Joey Ricard had like a crazy whole year against the Rays. Like he was yeah. basically a, like a like a you know replacement level player. But every time he played against the Rays, his former uh, farm team, then uh, he used to just kill the Rays. Yeah, he must have uh, like photocopied all the scouting reports of all the minor league <laughs> pitchers or something. That's what he did. Uh, did you know that Built Bar has so many, so many delicious flavors, including the occasional limited time flavor? When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. Talking about coconut, coconut, almond, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So many, so many different flavors to try. And they're healthy as well. These are uh, not only delicious tasting protein bars, but the nutritional facts. You're looking at something along the lines of 17 grams of protein, just 130 calories, just 4 grams of sugar, and just four grams of net carbs. Great, great stuff from that standpoint. And we know you want some for yourself, trying to get that summer body. So go to builtbar.com, use that promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, the numerals one five, and that'll get you 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. 
Okay, Ulysses. Of course, the Rays have a seemingly rare off day on Monday, so we're going to wait till tomorrow to preview uh, the upcoming New York Yankees series. But I figured we didn't get a chance to do this last week, okay. but uh, I'm going to do it today before I forget. I don't, I, Locked I don't, on. I, I'm, I don't Go even ahead. know what you're going yeah. to say. I thought you were going to maybe promote the, the great Garrett Whitley interview that we have coming up in the next days, which was really, really yes. fun, Kevin. Yes, that we will break that up into uh, about a three-part interview. He was very informative, very entertaining, uh, very thoughtful and well-spoken, and he gives a great dive into his career playing in the minor leagues and uh, so many other things as far as uh, baseball goes. So you're going to, I think, uh, as a Locked On Rays listener, really enjoy that. But in the meantime, uh, fantasy baseball update, Locked On Rays, <laughs> podcast league locked on rays fantasy baseball podcast league again 18 team head-to-head league we've got two divisions the saint petersburg and the montreal division i just want to throw out there my team the fighting five and dives is in first place in the saint pete division with a 93 62 and 25 record however ulysses you're not doing so hot you are not doing so hot as well as uh, your last. Uh, you're, you're not last overall. You're, you're second to last overall, but you're last in the Montreal division. KK Troy, uh, Troy boys. Yeah. Yeah. Doing it's, too hot. It's, Can I uh, give you a piece of advice? Can I give you a piece of advice? Change the name. Change the name because KK and Troy are not yeah. even a part of the active roster right now. Maybe that's part of it, man. God. Yeah. You might have to do like, I don't know, Brett Phillips, uh, something, you know, uh, yeah. something along those lines. But here, look, I'm not trying to steal Wander Franco or Vidal Brujan on your roster, but they're, they're dead holes on your roster. They're not giving you any action. You're just sitting them on your bench. I know. I know you've been ravaged a little bit by injuries with Luis Robert and Key Brian Hayes. I know that hasn't helped you whatsoever. Thank but you. Again, I, I don't know how long you're going to wait out this Wander Franco, Vidal Brujan thing before they actually give you some production and you don't need three catchers there's no reason for you to have three catchers but okay get rid of one of them and pick up another pitcher or the the putouts the putouts i thought that would be a great category to just kill if you have a lot of catchers yeah but you can only start one well i guess you could use one of the catchers as a utility but that's only one category so are you going for broke on one category out of 36 we have 36 categories bud it's too many categories bro what did you do this for tell that to myself Tell that to Joshua Garner. Tell that to Melissa Herrera. Tell that to the myriad of other people that are doing well know. and seem to Ugh. be enjoying this league. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just throwing that out there. I, I will say again, you're not in dead last. You know, no. you're, you're, you, you know Ross what? has you beat in that category. G. Bill Gators. Uh, um, I, I, I will tell you this. This whole week I was playing against uh, Dustin Payne and uh, uh-huh. his team name, uh, Watch a Looking At, which is a watch looking at rather um which is a great uh, name um i was winning the whole every day i was winning winning uh-huh. winning and i was like oh my gosh finally i will finally win one damn week and yesterday he tied we tied Ooh. i had it in the bag the whole week and then somehow i don't know i think yadier molina went off for him and uh yeah he tied me but man i was i was so close to getting my first victory my first w you got work to do, bud. You got work do. to do. I will let long you season, again. Though. Long season. It, it is a long season, and that might be, again, if Wander Franco and Valdell Brujan get called up sooner rather than later, that really could help you out. Yes. If they don't get called up till 
August, September, I mean, I, I would assume your season's probably going to be already probably. done. I mean, you, you've already had them on the roster this long. There's, you probably shouldn't get rid of them because they'll get swiped yeah. up by somebody. I'm exactly. just saying that, you know, if it came down to it and you were redrafted again, you might just take a flyer on one of those guys and stash them in your bench and go from there. But fair, maybe, fair. I, I don't know, you know, look, and I guess the, the big thing is as long as you don't come in last place, as long as you don't come in dead last in this thing, <laughs> I'll try Again, my best. Chase, I'll, Chase, yeah. you got you have some work to do to pick yourself yeah. out of that hole. Uh, although he's had a lot of guys hurt, and although I'm not sure the overall talent level is there, you have some talent. But Chase, I feel like with some of his starters, like is is Brandon Belt should he be in your starting lineup? Should Nicky Gonzalez be in your starting no. lineup? I think I have a good team. I just don't know why I'm losing. I honestly, you look at my roster up and down. Ryan Mountcastle. I have Seth Brown, for God's sakes. I have Whit Merrifield, Tatis Jr., Mike Brasso, Jake Cronenworth, Goldschmidt, Paul Severino. These are good names. What yeah, is but happening? I don't know if they're good enough. Again, this is a fantasy league. This isn't a 30-team MLB <sighs> league, although it's close. Although it's close. Uh, it, Maybe, it, it really does feel like it, though. Scour the waiver wire a little bit and and make some maneuvers. Look what I did. And again, I, I waited guys out. Like, uh, I think, uh, Carlos Herrera, he dropped Nate Pearson when he was hurt. I was like, I'm going to wait Nate Pearson out. I'm going to wait Mike Soroka out. I'm going to wait other guys out and, and be patient with that. It's funny because we actually do have, we just had a trade this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Infamous locked on Rays podcast league. Uh, Walk, uh, walk, walk looking at, oh my gosh, I can't even say Michael Walker because he's so not even healthy anymore. Uh, <laughs> trading Max Muncie and then Bryce Harper's hair, Carlos Herrera is giving up Haven Smith and Tyler O'Neill. Huh, so again, interesting. Uh, I don't, I'll have to look at that one. I don't know if that's a good deal or not, but uh, you have the power to vote. You have the power to veto these votes or, okay. or to veto these trades or, or say, no, that's a good trade. Put it through and, and go from there. But again, just wanted to give a shout out to some people. Pat myself on the back like Kevin Kiermeyer every now and again, but <laughs> is this an Indiana thing? Is it, I guess like, so. Or a Kevin thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might just it might just be a Kevin thing because Mike Brasso doesn't. Seem <laughs> That's to, right. You know, pat and you know what? And, and, and you know who has Mike Brasso on his team? This guy. Okay, I believe in Mike Brasso. Okay. Give me well, Brasso, you know, maybe. Then put out a call to Kevin Cash. Have him. <laughs> Tell me he needs to be in the lineup more often there. But uh, I will say, you know, I don't know if we ever really clarified this, but uh, of course the winner of this league mm-hmm. will get to make an appearance on the Locked on Race podcast. But of I course. do want to throw this out. If I come in first or again, most likely not going to happen. If you come in first, uh, we will give, <laughs> we will give the designation to the second place person. Yes, or, of or course. You and I come in first and second, then the third place. Whoever there's right. the, uh, whichever non-host is the highest finisher, we yes. will allow them to make a uh, an appearance on the the podcast, talk some Rays baseball, fantasy baseball, whatever they'd like. And you know what? We can have name that war with them. We can have baseball trivia with them. We can just you know that they can they can even tell us ahead of time. Hey, look, I want to yeah. these topics, and we will adjust uh, to whatever they want to uh, talk on, on the on the pod, it'll be a great time. There we go. Hey, you know, I might even be feeling frisky if the winner of the St. Pete division and the Montreal division, I mean, uh, the Rays did get AL championship rings. So maybe the winner of the St. Pete division and the Montreal division, we give each of them a locked on uh, race type of, of, um, medallion. I don't know. How there we go. We'll have to think her, about that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to think a sticker, about that. A, a bumper sticker. We can do that. 
we can do that. We can get creative with yep. everything. So, uh, yeah. all right, that wraps up this edition of the Locked On Rays podcast. Now, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked On Today podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.